your 33 and running multi-billion dollar programs for national security, a team of 100 people making sales of over 50 million a year, and you're working 60 to 90 hour weeks. You start to have health problems and you quit, but it's without a safety net. Today, having built five businesses in 25 years, my guest is Olympia Hostler, and she's gonna guide you with your relationship to money. So welcome to today's show. Welcome to Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast. Off My Duff is all about getting off your backside and finally, making your impact by living your truth. If you are an entrepreneur with a heart to help others, you're in the right place. We chat with guests from seven figures to just starting out because that's how we roll. Off My Duff is the nudge you need to expand your business and slay resistance. So, without further ado, I invite you to get off your duff, and let's get started. Now, here's your host, Duff Gardner. Welcome to Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast today, where we work with you with the little guy to play the big game. And I'm really excited today to have a new friend of mine on the show. And that person is Olympia Hostler. Olympia is the queen of wealth. And we've been having a really cool conversation off, offline here about people's relationship to money. So I am super excited to have her on the show. And welcome to you, Olympia. Thank you for having me, Delph. It's such a pleasure to be here. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. I, now, we're new friends. And we were having kind of a deep conversation not that long ago. And... Um, I just love the depth of your experience. You know, like I think that you represent what's happening to a lot of people these days where they're being, they're, 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 they're sort of put in front of a, there's a decision in their life. And one of those choices they can make is to work for themselves and to, to be an entrepreneur. And you have such a depth of experience of that. So yeah, thanks again for being on the show. This will be an exciting chat. So now, you started your career in entrepreneurship 25 years ago, correct? That's right, 25 yeah. years ago. Yeah, you had an interesting story about how you came into that. Do you want to hear it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was going to give you a drum roll, but I'm not. <laughs> well, I, do like, I do like drum rolls. I like that. <laughs> Boom. There we go. There we go. So, I was a corporate executive. Okay. At the age of 33 is when I became the executive. And I think I lasted till I was 36, maybe 37. I don't know. It's all a blur. So I had a lot of success early on. And I was running multi-billion dollar programs of national security. I was making over $50 million in sales a year. I had a team of 100 people. And by so many people's account, I had it made. Like all I had to do was warm a chair for the rest of my life. Wow. And, uh, you know, I'd be a multi, multi-millionaire today. However, there was this little thing called my health that right. stepped in. I was having panic attacks. I couldn't sleep. I chipped a tooth. I was getting an ulcer. And so I just, one day I decided that that was not the long-term solution. So I needed to take some time off. So I quit my corporate job 
cold turkey without a plan other than to get my health back, which was a great plan, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Health first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I spent two years finding myself again and getting my health back. And then I decided, okay, now what do I want to be when I grow up? Right. And I said, well, I'm great at business. I have a master's degree. I have an MBA for heaven's sakes. In addition to all my experience, why don't I help other people have successful businesses? So that's when I started. And I personally have had five successful businesses in addition to helping others. What I, what I like about your story is that, um, do you know, a lot of people who have had the education that you have had, actually it hangs them up a little bit. So I think that makes you an even more credible person and someone who really has, you know, because it's just different. Working for yourself is different than working in a corporate milieu. It's just totally different. Mm, very, very different. Yes, you're chief chicken plucker, chief bottle washer, <laughs> amongst other things. <laughs> I never thought of the chicken plucking thing, but you're right. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I mean, you've gone on to a hugely successful career. You've got multiple businesses. You've got five. You've gone through five, I think. Um, do you want to tell us about some of those businesses that you have as well? Well, sure. Um, I had a video production business. Oh, wow. I had a, uh, several, actually, more than five. I just counted real estate all in one. I had a joint venture partnership with CBS Television in New York wow. to build the entire real estate market there. Um, let's see what else I've had and still have my lasting pain relief center, which is, uh, treatment centers to help people recover from pain, not pain management. We're actually pain solutions out of the mindset, the body set and the heart set. We get it all out with natural methods and we have five locations. So yeah, that's, that's some of my other ones. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's such a cool concept. Um, yeah, you're telling me a story about a fellow and <laughs> offline. It was an interesting story about um, just uh, the kinds of the kinds of services you provide and 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 how you do that. That that's an interesting story. Do you want to tell us that story? That was a fun one. Sure. Yes, <laughs> that was a fun one. So uh, Duff and I were talking about pricing and being aligned with your pricing and offering prices that are reflective of the value that a person offers. And at our pain relief centers, we're not the most expensive, but we're not the cheapest either. We're, we're priced right in the middle. And so I had this guy call me up. This was years ago in New York and our rate was $175 an hour at the time. And he called me up, really wanted our services. And then he asked me the price. I told him and he said, I can get a massage in Chinatown for $40. Right. And I said, why are you talking to me? <laughs> like, why, why are you talking to me? And he said, because you have, you have the therapies that are actually going to get me better. And I said, exactly. And for that, this is the price. And, and he started him and Han. And so I started breaking it down for him. I said, okay, how many $40 massages have you had in Chinatown? And multiply that by 40. Now, how much better off are you than when you had your first one? And he said, I'm no better off. And I said, that's my point. With our services, you're definitely going to get better. And you're going to start feeling better even after the first one. So you could pay 175 for a limited amount of time, or you can pay $40 an hour for the rest of your life and never get what you want. 
there's a lot of insights in that little story, do you know, because we were talking a lot about relationship to money. And I, you know, coming from the startup world, there's a rigor to the process of determining things like price and, and, you know, like how you price it into your whole business model that you're charging people. It's, it's an incredibly important part of how you, you define and describe your offer and what you, what you're trying to get investment for, for your startup company. And um, I have this thing that in the coaching world, it's an underserved topic. This, this idea of relationship to money uh, comes up in all sorts of sneaky ways that people don't see. And so I love that you're, you've, you've transitioned and you've taken all this knowledge that you have and perspective as well around money and you've created an entire coaching practice uh, around this idea of wealth. And so you actually are called the queen of wealth, which is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. So maybe tell me about the journey of coming into coaching and what took you there. How did you get to doing this? Well, I started out, like I said, 25 years ago sure. with jumping into consulting and, and coaching, you know, it's, it's a little bit of both consulting and coaching. And right. so I really wanted to help other people have businesses because I saw how much people struggle and I didn't understand why they struggled so much because for me, it was fairly easy. Now I'm not going to say it was totally easy, but it was easier than for others. Right. And I seemed to know what to do and when to do and how to do it and be able to keep the focus so that, you know, all those shiny squirrels were not distracting. Sure. And so I really wanted to help people because I know that a lot of people's path to freedom is away from corporate and it is with their own business. So if I could make it easier for them and more accessible to them, then that's something I want to do. And I recognized fairly early on that if your relationship with money sucked, you're not going to make very much money. Like it's a direct correlation to us. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it is. And, and and honestly, I see it time and time again. It's just, it's a huge thing. And I think it's it's an underserved topic uh, in the consulting, coaching, just, you know, any any service-based entrepreneurs that are trying to move their business online, the dynamic in particular in that kind of a scenario is so different because you are, uh, if you're a local business, you're used to people kind of coming in and saying, hey, what do you, like you're a physiotherapist, great, 80 bucks an hour, there you go, here's the money. Whereas when it's online, you're kind of like, okay, what do I charge? What do I charge? So, mm -hmm. yeah. Now, uh, we talked a little bit more and, and you have a fun take on money blocks and you have sort of a metaphor that you use to describe it. Um, I, I'm trying to figure out the most creative way to set this up, but I love it. So tell me more about that. Okay. So I have created a very easy, fun, approachable way for people to improve their relationship with money. And so I actually have a signature talk about this as well as it's in, in my teachings. And it's called, Would You Date Money? So you could have a hot, steamy relationship with money one that's a true partnership so that money is there for you on demand and you could choose what kind of relationship you want to have. Do you want to have a friends with benefits relationship 
I personally like the benefits. That's, those are fantastic. <laughs> or do you want to have a love-hate relationship? Or do you want to have a soulmate? Like, however you want your relationship to be defined, you can do that. What needs to happen, though, is that the core of your being, where you have the bad programming about money, the limiting decisions, yeah, the limiting decisions, the false beliefs, the stuck emotions, all of these things that are in your core being at your mindset, your body set, and your heart set level, those have to shift there. Because if you don't shift them there, it's like flipping the light switch on. You can flip your money switch on just by changing that program. And once you change it, it's changed for good. There's no maintenance. Just like now you're walking around, your money program is running. You don't think about it. It just happens. So once you flip that switch, you get this new program, you get this new relationship, and you get to do whatever you want. Money becomes easier. Money becomes funner. Like you just get excited. Like I get excited, for example, when I get to go up on stage and talk to people. I used to be mortified. I would be mortified, first of all, to even get in front of people, then to open my mouth. And then heaven forbid I made an offer. Like I avoided that like the plague. It's like, oh my God, I don't want to do that. But now I'm like Pavlov's dog. (laughs) Yeah, get me on there. Get me on there. I want my treats. (laughs) So it's it's a whole different situation. It's something that with my clients, I'm getting more deeply into, you know, because the topic of your relationship to money, uh, um, I I think that the way most people teach it is truly, it's like thinking of it in terms of bonus stacks, like in terms of how you frame your offer, Um, like we talked about benchmarking against other people, but uh, what I've done successfully, sometimes you ask, I've asked my clients to, to wade into other elements of their lives and to sort of describe to me the value that they provided to others, even though it might've not been a true like money exchange, there could have been a values exchange or a value exchange that was significant. Um, Like I had a feng shui expert once who actually had a ton of success clearing a home and they were able to sell above market price in a week, whereas it had been sort of languishing on the market for a year. So, in, you know, like whatever you think of that modality, the, the fact is she was able to describe a certain value of what she provided. And so that gave her more confidence in terms of a grounding. Uh, but, you know, like, I don't know, what, when you work with people, how do you approach the topic of kind of getting people grounded in their value, getting them grounded in their pricing? And being able to walk up on stage like you're describing and and just be comfortable well it starts with um an assessment we need to find out what are their beliefs right what what is blocking them like if you don't know what the blocks are you can't get around them <laughs> like it's right. kind of hard to see if you're in the dark you can't even see them so we illuminate them and then we clear them and then we also help them get their sea legs because it's a great metaphor for that would be like, let's say you broke your leg and you're, you, you're limping for a while while you're recovering. Right. But then after your leg is healed, your leg is just fine. But if you, you might still be limping and there's no reason for that limp anymore. So even though the program might be gone, some people still have this memory mm-hmm. of, of, oh, this is how it is. 
but we just have to update their operating system. That no, that's how it used to be. Right. <laughs> that's not how it is for you now. Right. So, for example, when people take, I have a course called the Mind Over Money Makeover. Okay. We'll take that course, which is only seven weeks. Most people will double or triple their income within six months. Wow. Just because we're doing these things, like they're not changing their business. They're not, they're changing themselves. And then all these opportunities come to them, things they couldn't see before, things they had rejected before because they didn't feel whatever, didn't feel good enough, didn't have good beliefs about money. Maybe they thought rich people are bad. Right. Oh my God. So if I got money, that would make me a bad person. And I'm certainly not bad. So I won't be having any of this money stuff. Wow. Uh, when we were talking earlier, you were talking about alignment. And so I love the issue, the topic of alignment in this context. So what do you mean when you, you say that people need to be in alignment with their, with their financial situation? Well, that has to do with they need to have their values and their beliefs aligned with the pricing. Got it. If it's not, it's a mismatch and they're going to sabotage themselves one way or another. If the price is too high or the price is too low, it works either way. Right, right. Yeah, and it's it's this alignment, I think, that's really critically important. Um, uh, and, and again, talking about benchmarking, like to me, that's one of the, 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 the worst things that people do when they're stepping into this kind of a business is, but uh, alignment's quite a bit different than benchmarking because you're working on yourself and how you define your value to others. Um, now you, you, you get into NLP too. You've talked about NLP type stuff. Like how does that fit into what you do and how you, how you work? That fits in fabulously. <laughs> That's a great answer. Oh, <laughs> I think there's another drum roll there. <laughs> I love to get out of girls too, just so you know. So yeah. when I, and, so, and, I, and I give out out of girls and out of boys very freely to, to people. Great. So, um, I forgot the question now. <laughs> <laughs> I was asking you, like, how are you going to transfer all the money to me? No, I'm just, <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm curious about the, um, your, your take on NLP and how you've woven that into what you do. Well, the NLP is critical. It's neuro-linguistic programming. And so what it really is doing is taking your unconscious mind's programs and correcting them because the programs have been either installed when you were young and you didn't, you didn't know any different, but you also wanted to fit in with your authority figures who had these beliefs. So you adopted them as your own, right. or they could also, many of them are false, particularly when it comes to money. We had a bad experience with money. So we create a rule that anything related to that is going to be bad. So we just block that out. We're going to avoid that. And once we get in touch with these programs in the unconscious mind, because that's where they live, that's that 95% of our being that's under the iceberg, or, or I'm sorry, under the, the sea level, it's sure. that iceberg. Only 5% above that represents our conscious mind. And our conscious mind, if you try to change your programming about money or anything really, at the conscious mind, that's way up here. This is so superficial because your process of how you do money is a seven-step process. 
and your thoughts about money, which are your conscious mind, they're step number five. So if you haven't addressed steps one through four, back here at step one is your unconscious mind. So it's driving the train. If you don't change it there and you try to change it here, you're just, you're not going to, it's not going to turn out well. Hmm. So you're kind of mentally under the water, just using the metaphor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I, I love that. And actually you, you talked about some little exercise that you do with people. I think, um, I don't know if we have time to tell people about that, but uh, you're welcome to. <laughs> okay. Oh, I love this one. Okay. So this is one piece of how to know if you have the right pricing for you. Okay. So let's just use in our example that the price you're charging now is $100 an hour. And you feel good about that. You feel like that you're in alignment with that. So you can test yourself by you can either have another person do this or you can just pretend because by the way, your unconscious mind doesn't know the difference between right. pretend and reality. Pretend <laughs> is reality. So you could say, okay, I'm going to pay you $50 for your service and just check in with yourself. How does that make you feel? What do you notice? Do you want to come off with a F you? Do you want to come off with a no? Um, <laughs> does your, like, do you all get all curly like this? And then ask yourself different price ranges. So then ask yourself the $100. Most likely, if you really are in alignment with that, you're just going to go, yeah, I got it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That is my price, and I'm sticking to it. Then try to go a little above that, like maybe go to 150 an hour and see what happens. Could be good, could be bad. I don't know. You'll know when it's time to move when you feel more comfortable with whatever that different price is. That's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Just to sort of notice what happens in your body when you move around the price uh, spectrum. Mm -hmm. Super interesting. Um, now, I always ask my guests this one question because this comes up a lot, this topic, uh, as I kind of float around in, <laughs> in the entrepreneurial life here, uh, this topic of resistance. So when you bump into resistance in your business, based on all the wealth of your experience, how do you push through that? This is a, uh, I love this question. I don't push. Oh. I go, I used to push. I used to be yeah. a pusher, Duff. Okay. <laughs> I was a big time pusher. That's another podcast. <laughs> no longer pushing. Yes. Right. Because I learned that when I am meeting resistance, something's not right. So I go inward. Hmm. It could, some people could call that a meditation I call it getting in touch with my intuition, which is, I call it my infallible GPS. Okay. I ask my intuition questions, like what it, what's happening? What needs to change? What is the problem? Right. And then I have honed my intuition so I can, I can just listen to the answers. And I go, oh, okay, that needs to change. That needs to change. Sometimes it's a matter of just wait. Hmm. Just wait. Things just haven't marinated yet. Sometimes it's, oh, no, sister, you are so on the wrong path. You need to change this, this, and this. So that's how I deal with resistance. Well, that's cool. I love that. I love how you give yourself permission to do that. That's amazing. Yeah. And I guess, like, one follow-up question to that is, you know, you've got, again, this depth of experience, everything from being in corporate sales and looking at $50 million a year to running a chain of, um, like, pain relief centers um, to uh, – 
all this, all the consulting work that you're doing now with people around their money blocks, uh, what is the number one thing that you've learned in your journey? The number one thing I've learned is that you can have all the tools, you can have all the systems, all the knowledge, even the right team. If you have these internal blocks, you are not getting far out of the starting blocks. You're just not. Yeah, no, I, I, that's, that, that's wonderful. And that's a great segue, actually, because I think you have an assessment, which would be very interesting for people to take. Um, I want to give out that URL for a sec. So it's mymoneyblocks.com, mymoneyblocks.com. So M-Y-M-O-N-E-Y-B-L-O-C-K-S.com. I don't know if I needed to spell that, but I just felt like I wanted to. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> how to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so you can find out more about how to work with Olympia at uh, mymoneyblocks.com. And is there anything they should know before they go there? Well, it's a quiz, so yep. it's super fun. Oh, wow. Two minutes. You're going to okay. know what your blocks are and, you know, just have fun with that. It, most people who take that quiz are very happy that they took it because they got some more insight into what's happening for them. Fantastic. So even, if, even if we never work together, that is a gift and you get to, you get knowledge and you can act on that or not. That's fantastic. Uh, I was very excited to interview you, and you've been a fantastic interview. I, you forced me to give you a drum roll, but other than that, it's been fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was fun. So, uh, yeah, thanks for showing, uh, showing up on the show, Olympia. That was wonderful. You're welcome. Thank you for having me, and you get an attaboy because you did such a great job. Oh, thank you. It's Shucks. <laughs> Uh, thank you. Thanks, thanks, Olympia, for being on the show. And so thank you, my guests, for coming to this episode of Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast, where we talk about how to get off your backside and make the impact that you want in the world. And so as you go out into the world, I want to remind you again to teach what you love, live from your truth. I'm Duff Gardner. I'll see you next episode. Hey everyone, I'm Duff Gardner, and you've been listening to my show, Off My Duff, the Entrepreneur Podcast, where we're all about getting off your backside and making your impact by living your truth. If you're like me and you're an entrepreneur with a heart to help others, you need an offer that sells. An offer that sells helps you get traction with your business, more sales, more clients, more gigs, more fans, and more deals, period. And here's what I believe. Your offer is the purest expression of your truth so that's why I've created a free ebook, Offers That Sell, the eight-step revenue breakthrough system. Simply go to offersthatsell.com forward slash book to grab your free copy, and you can even follow it up with a chat with me, should you wish. It's been wonderful to have you here with us today. And as you get off your backside to make your impact on the world, remember one thing, teach what you love, live from your truth. I'm Duff Gardner. See you next time. Bye now.